Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Living the Dream podcast. Today, we have Peter Christian on the podcast, and he is a business consultant, author, and adjunct professor, and we're going to get to hear a little bit more about him and his dreams. Peter, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you today? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for asking. So we like to jump right in, and if you could start by telling us a little bit about yourself and some of the stuff you like to do for fun. Okay. Well, I'm supposed to be retired, uh, but a lot of people say that I am busier than most of the people they know who are working full time. So I guess that's a good thing. That means I'm not getting lazy in my old age. Uh, What I like to do for fun, um, since I retired, we've taken up kayaking, which is pretty cool. So getting to do that quite a bit. Uh, I am writing, uh, which uh, I had done in business, but more in the technical sense with reports and all that stuff. Now I'm writing more to spread information and, and get uh, my opinions out and, and to, to share information with people. So that's a lot of fun. Uh, as you mentioned, I'm an adjunct professor, so I'm teaching a project management course uh, to uh, people who want to become project managers or who are and want to learn more about the profession and, and tools and, and how to, uh, to better manage projects. I'm doing speaking like we're doing tonight. So I'm staying pretty busy, having a good time. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And so I know you kind of hit on a a lot of different um, things you do for work there, but tell us a little bit about more about your past as a consultant. Okay. Um, It was mostly in the operational area. So things like supply chain, uh, facilities, uh, planning and design, productivity, uh, cost reduction. Uh, It was a lot of what I had done when I worked for companies. And when I got into the consulting arena, it seemed like a natural uh, for me to be doing that with other companies and to help them along. So I spent a lot of time doing that. The company that I helped to found, we did that along with um, uh, information systems, which was not really my big thing, but I certainly had to know about it because that plays a large part in businesses today. Uh, so how they functioned and, and how to best utilize them in regards to the work that I was involved in. Uh, and we were also involved in, in project management and um, business management with uh, companies. So uh, got to deal with a lot of different folks at a lot of different levels, uh, uh, all trying to help them to, uh, to be more successful in, in what they were doing. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And um, tell us a bit more about your books. Okay, well, I've written and published two books. The first one is called What About the Vermin Problem? Uh, And that name came because I thought that would be pretty catchy. A lot of people would probably be interested in just finding out what that's all about. And I still get questions where they say, so are you talking about extermination and exterminators? And I say, not really so much. Uh, It was one of the instances that I ran across in my consulting career. And that's really what the genesis of the book was. I collected these different 
stories, happenstances that occurred through my uh, consulting and said to colleagues, someday this should be in a book. Well, when I retired, I said, well, now's the day. If you're going to write it, you might as well write it now. So I did. I took the collection of stories that I had uh, and developed a book that really, again, is to, to try to help people in business, to point out how there's a very fine line between success and non-success, and it depends on the attitude you have, the decisions you make, uh, how, uh, what actions or, or non-actions uh, occur or are you allowed to occur, uh, and it was really about that. So I, I wrote the stuff first and then tried to figure out how to put it all together with the help of some folks and uh, kind of boiled it down into three sections, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, and not so much because in those sections, all the good things would necessarily be good. They were in the stories that I told, but they could equally have been bad happenstances for organizations if they took the wrong turn. And similarly with uh, ugly and, and bad, uh, they didn't have to be ugly. They could have been good. It was all the choices that people made. While I was working on that book, the person I was working with to help me get it organized said, you know, nobody ever writes just one book. And I was like, well, I hadn't really thought about doing a second or anything, but she convinced me to do it. Uh, so uh, I thought about what has influenced me in my life. Uh, who are the people? What are the experiences? What are the ac actions, both on a positive and a negative sense that... Uh, have influenced me and gotten me to where I'm at, uh, got me thinking the way I think, uh, how I act in certain situations and, and so forth. So I wrote about that. Uh, a lot of it's very personal. I talk about people who certainly had an impact on me, but again, it was to get out to other people that they have people like that in their lives as well. Sometimes we don't think about it or we take it for granted. And it's to get people to think more about what really does influence you? Who does really influence you? Uh, on the positive side, certainly, you know, people that you want to emulate and be like. And on the negative side where you go, oh, I would never want to do that or be like that kind of person. So it kind of plays back into the first book because however we're shaped is how we make decisions. And again, they have consequences to them. They could be good, bad, or ugly. So uh, the two of them play very well with each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what was that second book called again? Influences and Influencers. Awesome. Yeah, I love that concept. Um, you know, you hear a, a lot that the five people that you hang around the most is like, that's who you're going to end up like. And I think it's a really important thing to keep conscious. And people that I've talked to, particularly about the second book, go, you know, I, I have somebody like that, or I know somebody like that, or I've dealt with somebody like that. So we all share common experiences. We might not deal in the same circles and with the same people, but uh, we're not all so different. Uh, when we start to share stories with each other, we go, you know, I have experiences just like that too. Yes, you do. And yeah. here, here's what you do about it. Here's what I do about it. And, and we learn from each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so I guess we can jump into your motivation in life. So what gets you up and keeps you going every day? Uh, well, like I said, I didn't want to be one of those uh, lounge lizards who retired and just kind of basked in the sun. Uh, so uh, I first of all, I started with the writing. 
through the writing and I've stayed in touch with uh, different folks that I've worked with or, or knew about in my business career. I've done some consulting work. Uh, one of my good friends who took a, a large position at uh, Alvernia University in Reading, uh, and I was really disappointed because I said to him, gee, if I was still in Pennsylvania, which is where I moved from, I'd love to be working with you. And he says, well, we still can do something. And, and sure enough, we did. He was the one who got in touch with me and said, I've got this thing for you. You can teach this project management course. And of course, with all the virtual stuff that's going on these days, yeah, it's pretty easy to do. So he's gotten me involved and that, that's been terrific. Um, and then getting out and speaking like I'm doing with you and, and getting to uh, get the word out to people uh, uh, about the, the thoughts that I have. Not everybody are, are readers. They don't like to read, but if they hear it, they may get interested and they may say, hey, I, I need to learn more about that. But if not, uh, just uh, through what they hear uh, through this podcast or, or other work that I've done, uh, it might get them interested, it might give them some thoughts and, and hopefully some good pointers on, on what they can do with themselves and their careers. Yeah. So those are the things that motivate me. It's I got all this knowledge. I want to get it out. So uh, I think it's important that we share with one another. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so have you always been a person who loves to share or is that something you developed as your career evolved? I think uh, I've, I've always loved to share. I've been involved even when I was working. Uh, I was involved in uh, nonprofit uh, activities. Uh, so I, I wanted to help people who were less fortunate than me, who just needed a, a bit of a hand up in order to, uh, to make their lives a little bit easier. Uh, so I think from that standpoint, uh, I, I always felt that uh, we should give back to our community and to our, our fellow um, people. Uh, I've worked with kids. Uh, I was a coach in basketball and baseball. So again, uh, as an athlete, I, I like to do that. And then I learn stuff that I want to share with kids and help them to develop. I love them before they get to that age where they know everything when you're still teaching them. So that was pretty cool. And it, it's a lot of fun to work with, uh, uh, with kids when they're still developing. Uh, they're very open to, uh, to learning things. And, and the more you can teach them, I think the better that they'll do. And maybe they'll be coaches and, and, uh, and leaders someday. So, uh, so I, I think I've always had that sense of giving back and sharing with other people. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a great thing. You know, it's one of the things that keep us fulfilled in life. Mm. And um, that is an important thing to just get up and get going every day. Money only takes absolutely. so far. Yep. Um, all right. Well, let's jump into my favorite part of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> so... The whole goal is to talk about people's dreams and goals. So what are some of yours? Uh, well, I think to a degree I'm living it right now. When I retired, I wasn't quite sure what I was going to do. You know, up to that point, I had kind of laid out. I knew at one point when I was growing up that I wanted to go into engineering, and I did that. And I knew I wanted to work for large companies at one point, and I did that. And I wanted to lead a company. I didn't get to lead a large, like in a multi-billion dollar company. But when I founded my own, along with five other people, I became the president and I ran that organization for 17 years. So I got to live that dream. Uh, I have a great family, a wife and, and three lovely kids. I now have three wonderful grandkids. 
So uh, I guess they're part of the uh, future dream, you know, to see them grow and prosper and, and do well. Um, and like I said, to, to help other people. So I, I think that's where it's at. Exactly what I'm going to do to do that Well, I'm doing some of it through the writing and the talking and, and so forth. Um, but I'm sure there'll be other opportunities that I haven't even thought about or haven't come my way yet. And, and I'm just open to them. I'm listening. I'm open to listening to people and uh, and seeing what uh, that they have to offer and, and how uh, I might uh, participate in it. So I'm sure there's still more to come. Absolutely. No, I love that. And I love how, you know, a lot of times people's dreams and goals will be like traveling or um you know, like career goals or maybe attaining some skill. But I feel like mm -hmm. all of our desires at our root get back to that service to others. And so I like how, you know, you've lived your life and it's like, when it boils down to it, I'm here to help people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's really what it's all about. You know, we were put on this earth for a reason uh, and uh, people need help. And if you're not going to provide it, who else is? You can't wait for somebody else to step in. So you do what you need to do. Uh, you do your part. And I think if everybody does his or her part, uh, it'd be a much better place. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And so what caused you to take the first step towards, um, let's talk about all the periods of your life where you like really took growth steps. So like starting your company or becoming that engineer or taking all those out of your comfort zone steps, what kind of yeah, I had never, Yeah, I had never really thought about starting my own company. I always thought about working for a company, uh, but I was dealing with um, Lehigh University at the time through uh, consulting there. And due to some circumstances that happened, it affected the program I was involved with. Uh, because really at that point, my kids were still growing. And when you run a company, you have a large obligation to your clients, to uh, the people who work for you. And I really didn't want that. I just wanted to be responsible for me, so to speak, at the time. But at, the, at that point, when that occurred, where things started to change uh, within the university, uh, I said, now maybe it's the time uh, to step forward and, and to start an organization. So uh, I did that. Uh, and I felt I had a little bit more control over what I was doing. Again, whenever you work for other people, whether it's as an employee or you have clients, you don't have complete control. They have a lot of say over what you do and, and how you do things. Um, but you have some more, you can decide who you want to work with and who you don't want to work with, what you want to work on, what you don't want to work on. So uh, it was very intriguing to me. And people I had talked to who were counseling me said, you know, pretty much through your career, you've been an internal consultant for the organizations you work for. You should really look at, at becoming one. And I had thought about it. I mean, I had the opportunity coming out of college to do that. I had an offer from Price Waterhouse. Uh, it wasn't Price Waterhouse Coopers at the time, but it was Price Waterhouse to become a consultant. But I didn't think that I knew enough. I didn't have that actual experience that I could go in and tell somebody who was my senior by 25 or 30 years what he or she was doing wrong and how they should do it better. Now I did because I had worked in industry for about 20 years and I had the experiences and I had the knowledge uh, so I, I felt comfortable moving into that role and it turned out to be great. I mean, consulting can be a pain, but it can also be a wonderful experience. 
every day you're working with a different organization, a different company. Uh, you get to see lots of different people and, and lots of different things and have lots of different experiences. And it, it's really kind of cool. One of the, the ones I was working for came good friends with the operations manager. And he says, I could never do what you're doing. And I said, what time are you going to knock off tonight? He goes, eh, maybe eight, maybe nine. I said, six, I'm done. Are you going to be doing budgets tonight? Yeah. Do you have to do personnel evaluations? Yeah. So I don't have any of that stuff to do. He goes, I can see what you're saying. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty good to me. Maybe I'll consider a career change myself. So uh, you make the best of what you have. And I've really enjoyed it. It's been a terrific experience for me. Yeah. And more to come. Yeah, no. More I, to come. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I love how you, um, you know, a lot of literature will be like, jump right in, kind of conquer like fear or whatever. But you were like, no, nope, I don't feel comfortable doing it. I'm going to get my experience and then I'm going to come back around. Yeah. I think that's a good, um, I think it's people need to hear that is what I'm saying. That that can be Yeah. Done. There's too many people who think they knew more than they really know. Uh, and I try to tell that to students uh, as they're getting ready to graduate, because that's always the biggest concern that they, they feel that they have to be experts on stuff. You, you develop the expertise over time, uh, but you learn forever. And you take those learnings and, and you put them into what you're doing and, and how you're doing it. Uh, even today, I, I'm still influenced by things I read and people I deal with and, and so forth. So I'm, I'm continuing to learn as I go along. Again, the writing was brand new to me other than the technical writing. And it's become a joy. I, I enjoy sitting down and writing and, and thinking about what I'm going to write about next. And my daughter just sent me something today and said, you should really write about running your own business. I hadn't even really thought about that up to this point, but she's probably right. So I'll, I'll probably write about that at some point. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. That's awesome. Okay. Well, um, what, if there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and since your dreams and goals are specifically mm -hmm. to help people, um, mm -hmm. who would the people be that you want to help the most right now? Um, I've dealt with some minority businesses and I, I feel that they get a lot of short shrift. I feel that people don't give them the due that is necessary. And I've, and I've worked with some where they didn't treat it like a real business. They were always looking for a little, you know, we had one fellow who was a minority who wanted to buy our consulting practice to make it a minority consulting business. Well, he was the only minority. The rest of us were not minority. And I'm thinking that's the wrong way to go about it. You need to, if you really want to develop it, you need to work with folks that are our minority so that they do have a business, so that they are understanding what needs to be done. And, and they're not just being used, you know, as a status in order to get money from somebody. So I'd like to, to get involved more with that and, and to help minority businesses to succeed, um, because I think that they get a lot of short trip. I know they're making big inroads, okay, and they're getting better and better. Uh, and the people are getting more skilled at things. But I, I think that they're still taking advantage of to some degree. And I, I don't like that. Okay. 
they're a lot smarter than people give them credit for. And uh, I think that uh, they will be a tremendous uh, business force now and in the future. So I, I, I think I, I'd like to, to spend some more time with that. I haven't quite figured out how to do that yet. But once I do, then uh, I'll certainly get my foot into that and, and deal with, uh, with that kind of work because I think that would interest me. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. And so what are one or two things that everyday people can do to help you get into work with more minority businesses and stuff like that? Uh, certainly let me know if they know of companies that are struggling a bit and could use uh, somebody to to uh, to be a bit of a guidance to them and 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 provide uh, uh, thought and um, uh, and information and experience and, and and so forth and point them in the right direction. Uh, networking is a big thing in business today, and it's important to know who who to deal with and and how to deal with them. Uh, so I'd say certainly that to uh, uh, to get in touch and let me know about people they know who could use that help, want that help, uh, are looking for that help. Uh, I'm here to do that. And I think there are a lot of other people uh, that are willing to do that as well, that, that you know, I can connect them with if I'm not the, the particular person to, um, uh, to provide the information that they need. Uh, and I do a lot of that with clients. I hook them up with people in other specialties where they, they need help that is not my bailiwick, my uh, area of expertise to help. So awesome. I would say that's a big thing. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That is awesome. And you well, any of your listeners, let me know. Get in <laughs> touch through you or through me and, and let me know and I will check it out and, and do the best that I can. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. I love it. I love it. Okay, well, now we're going to jump into the thriving three. And I just like to see how people thrive in their life. Okay. So... Um, what is your favorite book, movie, or podcast? My favorite movie is Shawshank Redemption. I, I think that's everybody's favorite because it's on all the time. But <laughs> <laughs> every time I see it, I stop what I'm doing to watch it, even though I've seen it a million times because that, that movie just fascinates me. I love that movie so much. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. You know, somebody who was dealt a bad hand and, and turned it around uh, you know, and, and ultimately um, uh, came out on top, I, I think is just a tremendous story through the adversity that he went through uh, and the friend that he made, you know, through it. And the two of them hooked up at the end of the movie, which is terrific. And you knew that they were going to have a good life together. So uh, that's an inspiration to me. It shows that no matter how bad things can be, you can turn it around, uh, given enough time, patience and uh and perseverance you know i don't think i've seen shawshank redemption oh my goodness you must be the only person in america <laughs> <laughs> it's on every day <laughs> you'll find it on a channel somewhere so just look for it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it's maybe a great movie morgan freeman is one of my favorite actors and tim robbins does a great job so it, it, it's a terrific movie i won't spoil it no spoiler alert so you're gonna have to find it on your own and, and look at it <laughs> awesome awesome sounds good sounds good so what's one way you like to care for yourself care for myself um i think taking care of myself um making sure that i eat right that i get exercise uh spend certainly time with the family i think it's important to do that 
so there's certainly R&R time in there. It's not the all work and no play type of syndrome. Uh, and I think most people should be doing that. Anybody who lives to work, I think, is making a big, big mistake um, because there are, there are so many things in life that you need to experience and you need that downtime. You need to sometimes just get away from everything and, and do something completely different and not be thinking about what uh, what the problems are and, and so forth. They'll be there. They'll come back to you in, in, in time and so forth. So I would say that uh, a lot, a, a lot of uh, mental uh, mental care <laughs> to keep the mind sharp and, and not to get bogged down too much. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, and so the last question I have for you is what is one action step you can take right now to start getting around more minority businesses and helping them out? I guess I just need to take the step. I need to find out who some of the, um, key business people are, um, in the area that I live in, businesses aren't so much, but I live fairly close to the Tampa area, and there certainly are plenty of businesses there. I'm sure there are plenty of minority businesses there. So I just need to, uh, to talk to more of the business folks and, and just take that next step. Uh, I've been busy. That's not an excuse, uh, but um, uh, I just need to make the time and, and start to do it. Awesome. And again, anybody who gets in touch with me, I will certainly respond to them and get back. Uh, I, you know, don't sit on things. So if people send me information, then I will or have want to have a conversation about things. I will certainly be in touch with them and and do that. So uh, that's my pledge to anybody who does that. I love it. I love it. Is there anything else you want to chat about before we sign off? I think we've covered quite a bit today. Yeah. Is there no, anything so. else you have for me or uh, we good for now? I think we're good. I think we're good. We covered all your points, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, we did. Okay. Awesome. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate the time and I enjoyed talking with you. Yeah, no, it was a great time. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And if you're listening to this and you vibed with what Peter said and you know some minority businesses, reach out to him, make the connection. That's what we're on the show for. We're here to make people's dreams come true. So help Peter and make the connection to some minority small business owners. Also, go on Apple, go on Spotify, like, subscribe, send the podcast to a friend, maybe a minority business owner that's a friend, and make sure that they get to hear this message. And thank you guys so much for listening. We're off. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one -on -one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.